Thanks for listening to the Red Pill Current News Podcast where we bring you the news you won't hear on mainstream media. New episodes every Wednesday and Saturday. Visit our website at www.politicalnewspodcast.us. Be sure to follow us on all platforms. We are on iHeartRadio, iTunes, Amazon Music, Spotify, Google Podcast, and many more. Now here is your host, the Kentucky Guy. Yep, that's right. It's me, the Kentucky Guy, here hosting the Red Pill Current News Podcast. Thank you guys so much for tuning in for today's episode. Before we get to that, I did want to let you know that we are switching up our platform a little bit. Uh, We are still going to bring you the news each and every time we're up. We're always going to keep you informed on what's really happening, not only in America, but as our world as a whole. Uh, however, we do have a lot of different things going on right now. We have authors coming on and doing interviews. We have mediums coming on and doing interviews. We have other podcasters coming on. We have comedians coming on. So we are changing it up just a little bit uh, because we want to appeal to a wider variety of audience. So if you guys like the platform and how it's going, you can always leave us feedback or even If you want to be a part of the show one day and be a guest on here and have your own interview, you can do that too. Just drop me a line at OLKentucky spelled out 99 at yahoo.com. OLKentucky 99 at yahoo.com. Come and join the fun. It's all about all of us working and helping each other throughout this crazy time in America. Once again, I'm the Kentucky guy. I hope you enjoy this episode. Thank you, and as always, God bless, and God bless this country. Aha! and welcome to the red pill current news podcast i'm your host the kentucky guy hope everybody is having a fantastic day today it is a rainy day here in the beautiful state of kentucky uh we do have a special guest with us today but before we get to that if you're listening to us for the first time be sure to hit that follow or subscribe button we are on pandora iHeartRadio, apple itunes google and the list goes on as well as spotify 73 different platforms uh audio we are currently on right now and uh that's because of you all the way this uh the way this podcast has grown and we definitely appreciate it here now we this is the month of november which is the month of the stars uh we are having special guests on all month long uh entrepreneurs business owners business coaches and uh anything related successful people in their craft also, for you sports fans, I do co-host with Donnie Cage, Against the Mat Wrestling Podcast. We drop new episodes there every Wednesday, every Monday, and Friday. Also, right here, we drop new episodes every Wednesday and Saturday. Also, the new book is out, America, the Land of the Sleeping. You can find it on Amazon now. Uh, I do appreciate everybody that's already picked one up. I hope it inspires and gives you just a little bit of hope 
in the crazy time we are in this world. All right, so let's get to our special guest. Uh, please welcome to the show. I want a big round of applause. Uh, he's a best-selling author in the personal development field and a business coach. His nickname is Mr. Consistency, Mahal Dawiki. Hey, sir, how you doing? I'm great. Thank you for having me on the show. Yes, very excited that you're here. Uh, and uh, thank you so much for joining us today and taking time out of your busy schedule. If you don't mind, uh, Mahal, if you could give us a little bit of background about yourself to our audience since this is your first time on. Yeah, so a decade ago, I followed the standard path uh, finished university, started family, get a job, and so on. And I was miserable. Like, I felt there is so much more to life, but I had no clue how to achieve any better. And uh, then I read the book, uh, The Slight Edge by Jeff Olson, uh, which is drumming the message of, of Jim Rohn. Success is just a few simple disciplines repeated over time, and I was like, "Okay, it's if it's so, if it's so easy, I will try it." Uh, so I tried. I, I invented some daily disciplines, and to my amazement, uh, yeah, it was really true. If you do s small things consistently, you will get results sooner or later. Uh, so I really transformed my life around my new good habits and i also knew that well i need to say goodbye to my day job uh, i just had no clue how I, I was an entrepreneur i was a lifelong employee i started from rediscovering my childhood dream of writing and and writing books so i have now 19 personal development books on amazon i sold tens of thousands of copies uh then I started book advertising business, and also I'm a business coach. Uh, yeah, that's my story. And well, two months ago I quit my day job. Well, that that is just uh, that is just fantastic. And uh, so, so you considered a full time author now? Is that correct? Well, I'm a full time entrepreneur or rather authorpreneur. So uh, my business is uh, at least the book advertising and and writing publishing is focused on books like i would say 80 percent of my income depends on books right now but it doesn't mean i'm a full-time writer because i don't write every day i don't write full-time i'm not focusing on only cranking out books fantastic so yeah i was reading a few of your reviews and uh some of the books that uh you have currently out and uh and some of your business models as well. And I tell you, me stepping into, uh, I'm just, I just released my first book ever, just uh, last month, I think it was, uh, just, just happened. And I know that there's, everybody seems to be releasing a book these days, but it's something that I kind of always wanted to do, but never really had the, the courage to try. And, uh, it is not an easy task. Even if you do the, uh, self-publishing a uh, part of it uh writing the book wasn't a problem but uh formatting it and publishing it and all that good stuff <laughs> that's where i kept getting snagged up yeah i i still like uh, the writing part much more than uh, the post-production part and i'm getting familiar finally with with marketing the marketing part is rough too 
especially on a, I had a, uh, a new author on uh, the last show and he was telling me that uh, he was having a difficult time. And I explained to him that on the, uh, especially if you're using the KDP, the uh, uh, publishing self-publishing through Amazon, when you're using something like that and you get done, you can't, if you just sit back, it's over. You, you're not going to sell anything because there's thousands and thousands, unless you're already well-known, but a new author, there's thousands and thousands of authors on there and books on there. And, uh, you know, so what I did, and, and I've been blessed so far, not a best-selling author, like I said, it's just been released a month, but we have done better than what I thought we were going to, is uh, I joined a bunch of different podcast shows, other shows, promoted the book, promoted on social media, and what have you. What do you, in your opinion, what do you think the, because uh, uh, I know the days are gone of the old old publishing houses, pretty much. They take too much, and nobody's just going to, hardly anyone is going to do that anymore. So what would your recommendation be to new authors on how to actually market a book that they've self-published? Well, it's actually what you are doing, and you are doing much better than me. Uh, I'm a very lazy author, and by the way, I'm in the safe publishing space for 10 years, so I know that we are a lazy bunch. So whoever takes effort like you to go out with your book uh, is ahead of the pack, and this is what you should really do. Um, is how, how Elrod made the Miracle Morning a super bestseller, because this guy was relentless. He was on podcasts like every single day for a year and then uh, his book became a bestseller and this is exactly how how you uh, market your book uh, nowadays you are the marketing arm you are the marketing department so uh, it's up to you and uh, of course you want to be smart about it yeah you cannot be on every single podcast in, in the world and uh, not on those very new shows with <clears throat> which have only two episodes and the host will quit after two more. Uh, but the way you are doing it, being fairly consistently out there and showing the book to uh, new crowds each time, it actually gives the Amazon algorithm all the signs it needs. Okay, people are landing on this book page. People are buying this book. So there is something about the book. And then Amazon starts to market it on its own, starts uh, connecting the dots. Okay, so it's more or less this crowd than the other, especially that they have a lot of data about uh, their customers. So if... Uh, specific demographic uh, or geography uh, so there are people who are writing books about local uh, areas or history like I'm right now advertising a book of my customer it's a like small uh, I know town in a New England uh, Pulse landing so very local thing uh, and if Amazon will notice that okay a lot of people from New England is buying this book they will start showing to more people in New England 
uh, this book and it will uh, snowball. That's the idea. Gotcha. Yeah. And uh, I, I actually, um, well, I, I got that advice about the uh, going to different uh, podcasts and using social medias actually from other authors, from other uh, who have been on the show before I even decided to write the book. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Amazing. So I know uh, here in America, there are all sorts and kinds of brick and mortar publishing companies, right? I don't know if that's the same in Poland or not, but here it's always seemed like there's been a major like five or six that all the other ones don't really matter before this self-publishing uh, came into play. Uh, there's about, I'm going to say five, four to five major companies that everybody went to. In your opinion, nowadays, because things have changed so much, do you think that uh, the self-publishing is the way of the future, or do you still depend on the uh, the brick-and-mortar uh, publishing companies? Well, right now the situation is that in uh, in the publishing world, uh, Poland is like a couple of decades behind uh, the U.S. So yes, we still have uh, mainly traditional uh, publishers, and in our case, it's not really about publishers but two major distributors they are uh, calling the shots on the market so if you cannot access one of those two uh, you are done practically you can have the best publishing house but if your book will not be in those stores it's the end of the story and of course there is also the nowadays it's is also the new path of having a huge following then of course like one of the very first uh, successful polish self publishers this guy had uh, 200,000 people on his email list when he launched his book so yeah he sold um more copies probably than most of bestsellers in Poland. Uh, but right now the situation is that uh, if you are not famous, if you don't have big following, uh, you are sentenced to cooperating with a traditional publishing house or your self-publishing will be very, very rudimentary. Well, we have the uh, lack of having Amazon in Poland. So in theory, right now I could uh, publish my book in, in Polish and it's available as print on demand uh, on Amazon. The only trouble is, as far as I know, the Polish language is still not supported by Amazon. Oh, wow. That's a bummer. Amen. Yeah, that they you would think, because that's a, uh, a pretty big country, <laughs> you would think that they would resolve that by now huh uh you uh so you're uh i looked at i think i've at least read the title on every every one of your books that you've personally done and i've noticed a, a trend so would you say your niche is self-help books is that mainly what you focus on yeah i call it personal development because there is no self in self-help uh, if you try to do it on your own you're uh, not set for success. That was my next question. I seen a quote from you uh, that uh, you cannot help yourself. Sometimes you have to have like help from the outside and so forth. And uh, I wanted you to actually elaborate a little bit on that because uh, I actually agree with you 100%, but I've never heard it put quite that way before. So if uh, you could uh, maybe elaborate on 
where you came up with that concept? Uh, well, by studying personal development by my own uh, progress in, in that realm. And, you know, I have this, a bunch of those stories when I progressed uh, with with something by my own effort. And then I get some help. Uh, recently, like a year ago, I started uh, coaching, uh, coaching training. And this just going through this coaching school was such a great ex uh, experience because I had this real direct feedback from my uh, coaches uh, like around the clock in, in the training setup. And folks who observe me for years, I, I've been in masterminds for five, six years, they are saying, okay, you changed the most in the last year. Yeah. It's because of coaching, because of cooperating with others. And the same thing with, with masterminds. Before masterminds, my um, progress was very, very slow and really, uh, yeah, it's on your own. You're only limited to your own uh, force, to your own power to our own skills and so on. Uh, but whenever another human being, and I like from studying the personal development stuff, uh, I think it's just human nature. Like we are social animals. That's why if you put two people together, they can achieve so much more than one. Yeah, I noticed uh, one of your books that I, I would assume is very popular I didn't get a chance to research each individual book, but from what I read, it's actually something that I may even pick up on an audio book of yours. Uh, I think the title of it was uh, From Shy to High or something of that nature. Uh, that seemed like a really good, I know the title is about building self-confidence, meeting new people, social anxiety, uh, and how to change your life in 10 minutes. I, and I think that, is that a series? Because I noticed it said like book number five when I was reading it. Mm-hmm. Well, so the it's a series because the mm, mm, common thread is creating habits for about ten minutes a day, uh, so not not really big ones that can make a big difference if you are consistent with them. Uh, and also, I drum my my ten minute philosophy in in those in this series. But each topic is different, and from to shy uh, from shy to high is. Uh, about overcoming shyness because I was very uh, socially awkward. Uh, I'm introvert. I worked in IT and I just couldn't approach a stranger and start a conversation. Like it was physically impossible for me. And I knew when I decided to transform my life that that's about like the biggest hindrance to my progress uh, so I started working on that and uh, this book is my experience uh, translated into words I tell a bit of my story and I also advise how can you uh, get rid of social anxiety and meet new people make new friends I, I think that's uh, I think that's really what makes a good book uh, Mahal is a uh, personal Anytime that you can include, I know this is what I enjoy reading, even even in fiction novels. Uh, anytime you can re, 
include real life examples or anything from your like your personal experience that you've experienced and went through yourself. I've I've always seemed to enjoy those type of books. Have you found putting your personal stories or examples in your books does that seem to help connect with your audience? Absolutely. That's my like competitive advantage. I have no other like even English is not my first language. Uh, and uh, the, the only thing I can really like, which is unique for me, is not my knowledge. Even we have now internet, everybody has knowledge. It's really my experience. Uh, so this is what I mostly share in my books. And I love this about uh, self-publishing revolution. For the last decade, I've read like hundreds or, of uh, self-published books. And I love about them, the fact that, uh, yes, authors put their own stories, their own experiences there. So they bear their souls a bit. And, uh, you know, I read mostly nonfiction. And I can see the difference between, uh, you know, traditionally published nonfiction and, and self-published because uh, in... in uh, those those publishers try to be politically correct and everything is you know tasteless in the end those those stories are far and few between and they are uh, not so emotionally charged yeah that makes perfect sense i act the the book that i released was a non-fiction book i for some reason i've got this uh nagging suspicion <laughs> that uh the next if i do write another one and i may because i really enjoyed that experience the whole experience the next one i write may be may be a fiction book just to kind of not not too far out there like wizards or anything i don't know anything about that stuff but just something to where uh you know maybe can have a little fun with uh but i have noticed that a lot of fiction book writers are uh they actually do series what they what they call you know Kind of like your uh, self-help books, only a little bit different. So I, I definitely understand what you're saying about the uh, independent uh, publishing aspect of it because that's another reason why I actually wrote the book because I started reading all of these on my Kindle and uh, these different books and nonfiction and fiction. And, uh, you know, it's a, it, it's a way to escape reality. So uh, I, I'm kind of obsessed with it now. <laughs> so. Uh, one of the things that I noticed that you uh, that you say a lot on your website, and I'll, and I'll give you a chance here to talk about all your social media right at the end. On your, on your website, though, I found that you uh, mentioned the word that I say all the time on this show, and that word is consistency. And you said any area of life, from parenting to business, the uh, the one thing is daily activity. Can you elaborate on that? Because I think that's such a strong, strong statement. Yeah, it, it comes right back to the message of Jim Rohn that if success is a few simple disciplines repeated over time. I tested this concept in my own life and I can attest it's true. Like I've never found it to be wrong. And uh, I tested it in like all areas of my life, uh, financials, career, spiritual health relationships everything it always works it's like a law of nature 
because consistency compounds. Um, there is a great book, The Talent Code, which talks about uh, how human beings are wired for consistency. Because when we repeat something, we create neural paths in our brains. And then if we keep repeating uh, the substance called myelin uh, encompasses those neural uh, paths and our neural impulses are even faster and stronger. So we are even better at what we repeat. It's just biology. We are wired for that. And it's not just, you know, like uh, faster running or um, physical skills like, you know, forehand, backhand for tennis. Uh, actually, it works for every single activity, even very complex ones. Uh, in my day job, I had been a database administrator. And uh, even though I had not much interest in, in this, uh, I was doing it for several years. So I got better at it. I, and I remember in 2015, I changed jobs. I got a very ambitious project of, of auditing a database, which I didn't feel like ready for. But I made it and uh, and I, I'm saying, okay, that was just practice because I practiced it for years. Even this complex task, I could do uh, really good in the end. Uh, so in the end, it's, it's what I really uh, advise, recommend and preach. If you want results, if you want uh, success, just try to do every day small things which will inch you toward uh, the specific goal. And sometimes the goal may be not so specific. Like spirituality is actually a, the area where it's so hard to like measure. Uh, but we all know uh, what to do uh, to, to, to progress. Like all religions are uh, encouraging reading uh, the, the, the holy uh, scriptures, praying and being nice to your neighbor. So uh, do those things and your spiritual life will improve. Yeah, I think so. I, I, I agree with that. Yeah. So you, uh, you ventured into another uh, sort of career as a part of this, as, and you mentioned it earlier, as, as far as coaching. Can you... Uh, uh, tell the audience and myself how to maybe get involved, like get you involved in coaching us or what that actually precise of. Yeah, so coaching is very misunderstood uh, concept. People all the time mistook it for training, teaching, uh, mentoring, uh, but it's not coaching uh, in its raw form. It's just two people uh, on the same journey. Like the International Coaching Federation metaphor for it is like a driving journey. Yeah, You as a coachee is behind the steering wheel because the coaching process is based on your resources, on your experience. And, and a coach is like a passenger 
who can give you input uh, but who cannot steer. Uh, so that's the metaphor and and uh, the the view from very very high point. In practice, uh, coaching is a conversation. You have some goal; it's future oriented. You want to achieve something or get rid of something, which, by the way, I would always change with a, uh, my client to. Yeah, I want something, not to get rid of something, because it just puts the attention on, on what's wrong. Uh, and it's a conversation. So coach asks a lot of questions so you can figure out your answers. Uh, and I can tell you, like, it's always like that. With coaching, it's just working so much better because we are wired for that. We are social animals. I remember... When I started to transforming my life, uh, Jeff Olson in the slide edge said, okay, write down a goal for each area of your life and then figure out some daily discipline to to follow through and, and to inch forward toward this, uh, this goal. And I've been neglecting uh, my personal development for like 16 years still in about 15 minutes, I was able to figure out those goals, figure out those disciplines, find out the uh, answers within me. And like 50% of them were spot on and I still keep doing those, those disciplines. So the answers are in you and cooperating with a skillful coach can dig them out. Helps helps get to the uh, the root of your success already inside of you. Yep, I agree. Yeah, it's it's uh, like opens your mind. This I know from my own uh, coaching processes uh, because we are, you know, we have be- self beliefs about ourselves. We have those this self image. We don't want to change, and uh, external perspective challenges that, and then. When you are talking to someone, you are actually hearing those words which you are repeating in your head. And then you can say to yourself, oh, come on, it doesn't make much sense. It, it's making so much sense within, uh, inside of, of my mind. But saying it aloud, well, that's just a bunch of rubbish. Yeah, uh, collaboration is something that, uh, that I'm a big fan of. And basically uh, what that is is uh, whether you're an influencer, like I consider myself, or you're even in business meetings. And back when I used to work for the private sector and uh, was a uh, general manager over a call center, I would pull the team in and really not have a lot to talk about, but I would want ideas on what's next and uh, where we're going and so forth. And kind of some people call it spitballing. Uh, there's different names for it, but you, uh, you've hit it spot on. That is basically the coach's job is to bring that out and I have done exactly what you're saying. I have had this idea in my mind that this is going to be great. And then I say it out loud, talking to someone, and I'm like, what in the world am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, uh, yeah, so I've, I've been there. Uh, and and I, I myself, I'm my own worst critic. Everybody around me can tell me how great things are going and this and that. And when it comes to me and I'm, and in my mind, I'm always, you know, well, we can do this better. I can do that better. I can, you know, be on time and so forth. So 
Yeah, so I I found that collaboration and talking out loud to somebody really uh, has made a huge impact on my life as well. Uh, and I can tell by the stories of my coaches or mine, my friends from uh, coaching training, uh, like this is normal, this is universal, it's not something magical. Uh, cooperation, because we are social animals, just make uh, miracles. You're absolutely correct. We have to, uh, you know, we we want to be around. You know, what you mentioned earlier that you're an introvert. Uh, I, I've always considered myself a introvert that transformed into an extrovert over the years. Back when I was in a uh, uh, high school and so and even college, summer college, if it came to the point that uh, I had to stand up in front of a group and read like a project, I would take the zero, even though I already did the work. <laughs> I just that fear of standing and uh, public speaking and so forth. If you had told me 20 years ago that I'd have a podcast and do videos all over shows through media, I told you you were crazy. So, <laughs> but uh, we are social animals, and there are different ways that you can overcome. You know, being a, a non-sociable person, I've seen it time and time again. And I think a lot of your your habits that you talk about changing your habits in your books and uh, helping and and so forth in the. Uh, uh, one of the things I really liked was the blog that you did on the, uh, the coaching magic. Uh, I, I really enjoyed reading over that uh, because uh, I can relate to a lot of this stuff, a, a whole lot of it in my past because I've uh, been there and done that, you know, been been through, uh, had to overcome a lot of stuff to be to be able to do what I wanted to do in life. And social uh, anxiety was one of them. So first of all, let me say, I definitely appreciate what you do in all the books and your blogs and so forth, because I just don't think there's enough people out there being honest and uh, a lot of people are being led in the wrong direction. Yeah, the name says it all, self-help. No, there is no such thing. Of course, you need to put your own effort, but it's like walking. You have two legs and having just one, of course, nobody will do the work for you. That's that's having this only collaboration leg, uh, but on the other hand, you will just hobble if you have one leg of self, of uh, depending on your own uh, skills, talents, knowledge, and so on. So if you want to move forward and uh, move briskly, you need both. Uh, and there is no self in self-help uh, other than, okay, that's part of the equation. But to actually move forward and move quickly, you need other people. Yeah, exactly. You do. And uh, that's why uh, anytime that I talk to somebody and they're telling me that, uh, oh, I don't have any friends since I've got older and it doesn't matter. And this and that, like, you, you need somebody to talk to because life would, uh, life's too short. It's just too short to uh, be stuck doing something that you hate every day or to be around or to be by yourself and be lonely. It, it's just life's too short. Uh, we're here today and gone tomorrow, I always say. So. Uh, I really, uh, you know, different people handle different things differently, but uh, there's always somebody out there uh, that will share your point of view and uh, may have an answer that you're looking for. One of the other things you discussed in that blog that I thought was pretty great was uh, when you talked about guilt, the sense of guilt, uh, where you spoke about a young lady who, who always put herself in, like, put her family first, and boy, oh boy, I think a lot of us can relate to that blog i think she was a young coach yeah, yeah. 
Well, uh, she wasn't young when I caught her, but it's uh, we have those those, those uh, personal philosophies. It's like our life experiences accumulated and put into your mind. So if for three decades you uh, was doing things out of guilt, putting yourself the last, of course, you have this frame of mind. And then it takes someone else uh, to open up to, uh, to tell you, well, it's just your way of doing things. Uh, you can do it differently. Uh, and... Uh, and I guess you are right. Mm, this this guilt, this putting yourself last, is quite common, and especially among women. Like I'm in the um, Smart Passive Income uh, Pro online community, and I uh, had interaction with a Galder who is um, coaching first-time authors, women. And I was like, and that's even a business, what, what you are doing with them. And in, in the end, like 80% of her job was just enabling them uh, to think that, yes, they have something important to say. Uh, and uh, it, it's worth to, to put the effort into. Uh, so, well, that's guilt, but it's also... Um, close to the self-impostor syndrome with all of us have uh, because you know even those rock stars super best-selling authors successful uh, businessmen they all are saying sharing that okay in the end it's this uh, quiet or not so quiet voice in my head which is uh, trying to neglect everything I achieved and telling okay who you are to do this or that yeah that's like human nature and actually we are quite helpless if we stick with that voice alone and with the support of others it's so easy uh, to break through out of that yeah and, and just like in your blog uh, she basically connected all that herself uh, just by you asking her a few questions, I thought that was great. Yeah, exactly. It was it was business coaching process, so we were mostly focusing on her business. Uh, but as a coach, I was asking questions, and she, for one of the questions, she was like, "Hmm, oh, actually, I think it's because my mother always uh, induced guilt in me, like." She got, you know, a small enlightenment about her life experience and we didn't follow through about that. But the next week she was like, come on, I just because I realized that I was able to get rid of that yeah, because she like mm, noticed this behavior from the external perspective. And then she could decide that, okay, that's not really who I am. I can change. Yes, I, I think that's great. So uh, before uh, before we go, um, we love breaking news on this show. So uh, is there a book in the works, another book or right now? I'm very slowly working on the second volume for Pour Up Your Self Talk. Uh, 
but my focus right now nowadays is on uh, thriving not surviving uh, I quit my day job I need to make up for that uh, so I focus on my book advertising business and also on uh, building my business coaching practice that's just amazing just amazing and uh, Mahal before we go uh, if you could uh, tell the audience maybe how they can get a hold of you, social media, anything of that nature, maybe where they could sign up for coaching. Because uh, you mentioned you do do it on Zoom. So I imagine you coach people all over the world. Is that correct? Yeah, yes, that's correct. Uh, so my blog is uh, expandbeyondyourself.com. But it's so nice to be a Polish guy in the English-speaking world because if you put... Michał Stawicki into uh, the search and books, blog, medium, Quora, uh, business coaching. The results will pop up uh, like at the very top and that will be my profiles or my landing page for coaching and so on. All right. Uh, so once again, I want to thank you so much for being a part of today's show. I think that uh, you've opened a lot of our eyes and uh, folks, if all of his books that he's published are on Amazon. Uh, you can find those and actually on our website, politicalnewspodcast.us, uh, you will find links to his website as well as uh, his books that he's authored and published on Amazon. So once again, sir, thank you so much for joining and uh, uh, great luck. And if you ever want to come on the show again, just let us know, okay? All right. Thank you, the Kentucky guy. It was a pleasure. I love to share and help others. Thank you for enabling me to do that. Yes, absolutely. And you uh, you do fantastic at it as well. All right, folks. So you've been listening to the Red Pill Current News Podcast with your host, the Kentucky Guy. And as always, God bless and God bless our country. Thank you. 